Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Rick Lock Hour on a Friday here on the Hockman and Crowder program. Solana all engaged. Jimmy engaged on the music. Very engaged. You ever been engaged, uh, Jimmy? You ever uh, you ever uh, been engaged? Never. Never. All right. You haven't found the right woman yet. Nope. She's out there, right. though. She's out there, and if you need our help, you let me know. No problem. All right. You got, uh, you got Bumble, Jimmy? Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, you got that Hinge? You got Hinge? I don't use Hinge that much. I use Bumble. You ever heard more. about uh, you ever heard about J Date? J Swipe now, Hawk. J Swipe. Is that so? Yeah, J Swipe. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, how would you know that? You're you just got engaged. I, I was told somebody told me about it, actually. Yeah. You familiar with this J Swipe, uh, Jimmy? I've heard of it, but I don't use it. Hmm. Why? Because I it's don't weird, use because it. Because your name starts with J, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Reminds me of our contest going on with Triple J, Jaime Jaquez Jr. It'll be a great contest. You have a chance. This is the last day to get in. Chance to meet and greet, get an autographed picture with Jaime Jaquez Jr. at Hollywood Collectibles Sunday, March 3rd. And if you want to win, text the word GUARD. That's today's code word, GUARD, G-U-A-R-D. Text GUARD to 20357. That's 20357. You just might be the winner. If you're not, you can go to HollywoodCollectibles.com. You can purchase tickets there, and you can meet and greet Jaime Jaquez Jr. It is a text contest. Message and data rates may apply, but if you want to get in, final day, text the word GUARD to 20357. All right. Um, Lee Sterling usually joins us on Fridays. He's not joining us today. doesn't have a whole bunch of action this weekend, so we figured we'd take the day off from him so we will go over everything that's going on in the world of sports and in the world of solana's life the newly engaged alejandro solana and we will begin the three o'clock hour with headlines thank you jimmy you're welcome. And Solana, today's National Play Tennis Day. It reminds me of when Joe Rose kicked her ass at tennis. Hmm. And Ira Winderman. Wow. Ira Winderman, too. Wow. He got run off the court. A couple of old codgers. Good to see you again, too, Jimmy. Mother bleeper. Today is also National Tootsie Roll Day. Oh. 
one of the worst candies what? ever invented. Huh? Now, I'm guessing when it was invented, it was probably a treat because I don't think there was a lot of non-meltable chocolate back then. So it was probably, you know, you could keep a few pieces of chocolate in your pocket. It wasn't going to melt. Right. But in 2024, kind of goes back to my uh, take on Girl Scout cookies. Like, if I lined up for you Girl Scout cookies, Chips Ahoy's, Oreos, Mrs. Fields cookies, black and whites from 2J's. Like, if I lined up all these cookies, you'd never choose Girl Scout cookies in a million years. Now, anyone out there can say up and down how much they love Girl Scout cookies. If I put all these different cookies out, Malamars, Lorna Dunes, Biscoffs, Milano cookies. You're, you're not. You're not picking the Girl Scout cookies. You're just not. That's that's reality. That's reality. I don't like M&M. That's reality. Now, line up a Tootsie Roll next to all these candies, right? You got the Milky Ways, Snickers, Reese's peanut butter cups, M&Ms. Go mm-hmm. on. You're never going to knowingly select a Tootsie Roll over any of those. Yeah, but I, I don't like that argument, Hawk. I think it's a flawed argument because, you know, we could talk about burgers or pizza, and I could tell you, hey, there's 30 different types of burgers or 30 different types of pizzas. There's obviously a standard. There's one that's sure. better than all of them, but sure. it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be in the mood for five guys one day, even though I like a Big Mac better. You know what I'm saying? So just because I like a Snickers bar. No one's ever in the mood for a Tootsie Roll. I disagree. I happen to be in the mood for a Tootsie Roll right now. I love Tootsie Rolls. I really do. It's not not shtick. I love Tootsie Rolls. I like Tootsie Rolls too. Yeah. Say it loud, Jimmy. Say it proud. I love Tootsie Rolls. Now, if you're talking about the song from 69 Boys, I'm with you. I think we got D, uh, DVJ to do that once. I got to look for it. Did we? Yeah, I think so. Ira Winderman texting me. He's taking issue with being termed an old codger. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could still take back those Panthers tickets. I got your son for Tuesday night, Ira, so watch your step. How's Ira listening? Aren't the Heat on the road? They are. They're in uh, in New Orleans. Maybe he's not. Zion going to play tonight? He's day-to-day right now. He's questionable for the game. He played last night. He did. Yeah, right? second night of a back-to-back. It's a lot of wear and tear on a, on a heavy-set fella, you know? Speaking, speaking of Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> Let me see on the Hard Rock Bet app if uh... – He's quite, he's there's, for sure questionable. I looked up the injury report. I just want to see if there's uh, prop bets for Zion because usually if there's prop bets, you want to guess what the line is tonight? By the way, sure. I'd say Pelicans minus second night of a back to back. They're playing very well. They only lost one game in the month of February. Pelicans minus six, six and a half. Pelicans minus two and a half. Wow. Okay. Zion over under tonight is twenty three and a half. Tootsie mm-hmm. rolls. So what is it on points? 18. No, it's 23 and a half <laughs> points. Brandon Ingram, 21 and a half. Tonight for the Heat, Jimmy Butler, 21 and a half. Bam, 20 and a half. Tyler Hero, 18 and a half. Duncan Robinson, 
13 and a half. Mm. Yeah. A. Smith went on some Zion rant this morning about he's worried too much about hamburgers. He did. The, it's the same thing that Crowder does. It's the, <laughs> you know, but why did he play? Did he like, has he been playing poorly when the Pelicans are killing it? Lately? I thought, I thought he had a good game last. I didn't see any of it last night. Right. I thought I had read somewhere that he had a decent game. Yeah, I looked it up earlier. Uh, I had the box score up when I was just getting ready for for the game tomorrow, and uh, he had a pretty decent game. Yeah, they had a big win last night, 127-105. So at the box score. 27-9-3 in 35 minutes. Second most it was points. practically a triple-double if he, if he gets seven more assists <laughs> or something. No, 27-9 uh, yeah. assists. That's a pretty solid game. Three boards for a guy that size, huh? Hmm. Nine assists. Played 34 minutes. Yeah. 12 of 21 from the field. He's got to go up against Bam today, though. That's the thing. 23 against Bam out of bio. This Heat defense, Hawk, been excellent. Arguably the best defense in the NBA this month. Kicked the Bucks' ass, kicked the Sixers' ass. I didn't even get to talk about beating the Bucks and the Sixers in back-to-back nights because I left the night after. How uh, what was your uh or what was like the general take on Jaime Hawkes Jr. in the dunk contest? Well, we talked a little bit yesterday, Crowder and I with Clay Ferrero, because I didn't see it. I was in New York, and we had had Will Manso on. You were gone. Yeah. Crowder and I talked to Will Manso, and Will Manso actually gave us decent handicapping. We thought about maybe taking a flyer on Jaime Hawkes Jr. As the dunk champion, you know, Mexican, big guy, not known for finesse dunking. Like, you know, like just had that look that might surprise a lot of people who were unaware of him. Um, But then I I didn't really see anything special from the highlights that I saw. It seemed like he was the power dunker that we all thought that he was. There was no... No, I mean, he jumped over Shaq, didn't he? Didn't he jump over Shaq between the legs? But Shaq ducked his head. I don't know. Still seven feet. I mean, I gotcha. Then he had the dunk with the uh, the Mexican flag on the court. That was cool. And and it said uh, like La Cultura on the on the jersey. It was a jersey that they don't have. Like a heat heat culture jersey in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was pretty cool. I I don't I don't know. But one of the things Crowder and I were talking to Clay yesterday, and I said to Clay. Give the Heat a grade for the first half. And again, I know it's not the first half of the season because there's really only like a third of the season left. Yeah. Give them a letter grade leading up to All-Star break. From game one to the All-Star break, what would you give them as a letter grade? Are, are we taking into, like, are we are we bringing context into it? So, with, with Clay didn't at the beginning. Clay, Clay said, hey, listen, they're like a B, B plus. Like, they've been good and blah, blah, blah. And I said, let's bring context into it, though. This team thought Damian Lillard was on the roster. It was a done deal as far as they knew. Dame wanted to be there, and they were willing to do whatever it took to get him there. And they went into the season, in my estimation, emotionally hobbled and not the team that they thought they had put together. And for me, it was a recipe for disaster. I could see where Bam, he's expecting his friend Damian Lillard to be. I mean, you obviously know that they talked all off season about how great it's going to be to have Dame, Bam, and Jimmy together. Like, 
you know, this this was the worst kept secret, which is why Adam Silver dinged them a little bit. And I thought they would go into the season emotionally and and uh, uh, physically hobbled by not getting Damian Lillard. And I thought they overcame it. I give them an A plus because a team I think that would have been a disaster if that scenario played out with any other team. I think it's a disaster. Damian Lillard ended up on another team, and it's been a disaster, even though they're great, which is the weirdest thing. So I, I think the Heat navigated it expertly. I would give them an A+. But, Hawk, I mean, yeah, I, I'm with you with what you're saying, right? Had that happened to any other organization, it would have been a dumpster fire. It, it would have, you know, kind of resulted in – um, like a snowball effect of just a bad season, and it is what it is. And right, you like forward. throw your hands in the in the air, like, hey. hey, it didn't happen. We thought that this was, and now you can understand why we're just not in it but anymore. But let's not forget, I mean, this was a team that went to the finals last season, and they brought back that same roster for the most part intact. I mean, so listen, like to, to say, I, I you're right, right? They they didn't start the season with the roster they were expecting, and with the firepower or the added firepower they were expecting. But at the same time, hey, I mean, you were a, a finals team last year. You underachieved throughout the entire regular season. And you once again prove that, hey, behind Jimmy Butler's brilliance, when he turns it on, you can compete, contend with any team in the NBA, which they did. And right now they're sitting in a spot where they're eight, they're in the eighth spot in the Eastern Conference. They're behind Orlando and Indiana and Philadelphia and the Knicks three teams or four teams that you feel like they should be ahead of in the standings. And they're 13 and a half games back of the Celtics. Well, the best record in the NBA, I, I realize that, but it's probably not where you would expect a team that was just in the NBA finals to be. With that being said though, Hawk, I yeah, think but you have to add the wait context of the take, injuries. But I got to take issue with what you said. You said they underachieved in the regular season. I'm not so certain. Is it possible that they majorly overachieved in the postseason? Because if this is the team and they lost Max Struess and they lost Gabe Vincent and they didn't get Damian Lillard, who was the guy that was going to fix the shortcomings, if none of that happened and they're still kind of where they were last year, yeah. then with that context, don't you go, yeah, they're overachieving right now. May I, I don't think they're overachieving, but I think injuries – has a big part of it. I, I, You know, it's easy to just write off injuries and say, well, every team's dealing with injury. But let's be real. I mean, the Heat, I, I believe still to this point, have the fourth most games in the NBA missed due to injury. And uh, you were without Jimmy Butler. You added Terry Rozier in the middle of the season, in the middle of a losing streak. Uh, Tyler Hero has missed 20 games this season. Bam has missed some time as well. So I, I think that matters when you're looking – at overall body of work, but this team, Hawk, in my opinion, underachieved in the regular season last season. Did they overachieve in the playoffs? For sure. I, I, I don't think anybody would argue that, but it's probably somewhere in between, right? Like their average is probably somewhere in between the team we saw in the playoffs, which knocked off the Bucks in the first round, beat the Celtics in the third round, uh, the conference finals, and was just the epitome of mediocre in the regular season last year, and that's kind of been where they've trended again this season. Just mediocre, really good some nights, really bad some other nights. And another thing, and Clay brought this up yesterday, Tyler Hero 
you would have understood if he kind of checked out. Once again, his name is thrown around there, and once again, here he is back on the team that seemingly was trying to peddle him. And credit to Hero and Spo and Riley and everyone involved, where I keep saying they kept it together after a disastrous offseason. It was a disaster. Yeah. Damian Lillard should have been here, and Pat Riley knew that, and they planned for it. And so I, I think I, I I think with everything that went into the offseason to come through and get to the all-star break and have flashes of being a really dominant team. I and mean, we we saw what happened in that Milwaukee game, like you mentioned. Like to have flashes of being that team where you go, you know what? I recognize that team because I saw them in the postseason last year. And that team still is there, like it's still there. It's percolating. I feel good. It's per yeah. that- they have yeah. they have the ability to be that team, yes. but I I wanted them more than anything to avoid being in a situation where you have to pull off the major upset again in the first round this season. And if they don't have, I think there's 27 games left well, this season. Don't get Boston. Ah. Don't get Boston. Ah, I don't know. Give no, me, Bo- no, give me Boston. Give come me on. Boston. Come on. Give me Boston. Come on. Give me Boston. Come on. Give me give me Boston. Give me. Bo- I'm not afraid to say it. What are we doing here? Stop. We're scared. We're scared about Chris Tapp, Porzingis. They're having a great regular season. You know, the last team Stop. that was the one seed in the Eastern Conference Hawk to win the NBA Finals. I read it this morning. Kevin Durant was still on the Oklahoma City Thunder. It was the Miami Heat. Just stop it. Uh, what What are we doing here with the Boston Celtics? Just, They're running just. through the regular season. No, no, I'm not afraid to say it. Just They're running stop through it. the regular they, they season. They are head and shoulders better than any team in the East. Yeah, and, and when, I'm including Milwaukee. And in when that. Chris Tapps Porzingis misses an entire series in the playoffs, which is what he's done every single time in his entire career, guess what? Nobody's going to be shocked. The same way I told you guys, hey, Doc Rivers loses in the second round every single year. And it wasn't a, a smart decision. They may not get to the second round this year. He's lost every game seven, every big game, and all he's done since he's gotten there is taken a blowtorch to everybody else but him. Everybody else. The the quotes that I'm reading from Doc Rivers since he's gotten to Milwaukee are absurd. Absurd. Well, although I will say on the other end of that, what do you want him to say? In like the the quotes that people are picking apart, like what do you want him to say? You know what? I got here, and this hasn't been a great idea from the get-go because I'm not very good at coaching up a team on defense. <laughs> I'm not very good at coaching superstar. Like, what? I, I mean, what do you want him to say? Of course, it's everyone else's fault. Well, don't blame everybody else. Just say, "Hey, this will be a work in progress. This is something that's going to take time to get to where we want to be." But don't blame everybody else for your shortcomings since getting there. After you behind the coach's back, took his job, and then you want to pretend like, oh, I told management, are you crazy? Are you, you're going to do this? Oh, okay, Doc. Okay, Doc. Yeah, like you weren't you weren't a part of that decision. Get out of here with that, man. You think he orchestrated it? I'm not saying he orchestrated it, Hawk, but when you're somebody of his of his in his position, somebody who, you know, his name does carry a certain cachet. It certainly does. You're telling me nobody in that locker room knew that Doc Rivers was mentoring Adrian Griffin, I would say BS to that. And once they are aware that Doc Rivers is aware of the situation, clearly Adrian Griffin has lost the locker room, and he's speaking with management, he's speaking with the coaches, and perhaps speaking with some of the players, you're telling me 
that Doc Rivers doesn't realize, hey, this could get sticky. I could get put in a situation here where I'm going to end up being the head coach. That's a, 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 a bad move on my part when I'm trying to mentor this young guy. I mean, is it? do you celebrate it when it was Pat Riley and Stan Van Gundy? But you can't compare the two situations. Pat mm. Riley was his boss. Pat mm. Riley was his boss, Hawk. Mentoring him. No, his boss. Doc Rivers was just a guy on the outside who just got canned because of his constant shortcomings as a coach, and now he's being called in to mentor from the outside looking in. And I would bet, check some text message history, and we get to the bottom of what really happened in Milwaukee. Speaking of text messages, I'm going on with Tommy Tig on Heat Weekly tomorrow. Oh, can't wait to listen. And he got me a little nervous because uh, he always usually, you know, directs it towards my wheelhouse. And he says, hey, we'll uh, we'll discuss Duncan Robinson, Bam and Caleb Martin, among other things. Well, what am I going to say about Caleb Martin? What's he going to ask me about Caleb Martin? And what can I say? I love I love when you go on Heat Weekly. I love that. What, what do you mean? Well, what do I say about Caleb Martin? What's the pressing issue here? So you got to work in the Twitch. Every time Coach Spo would talk about Caleb Martin, he would talk about the twitch that Caleb Martin brings. So, you know, like Coach Spo gravitates towards some sort of phrase for players. Then, like, Will Manso, Amy Audibert, Jax, like all of us uh, in that Heat media consortium gravitate towards that same thing as well. So every time I get asked about Caleb Martin, I bring up, well, you know that twitch that Coach Spo always talks about. That, that he twitch. gives me a twitch when he's out there? No, he's not giving you a twitch, Hawk. He, he, he has the twitch that he provides. Every time Caleb Martin's out there in the lineup, my eye starts to twitch. Is no, that what you say? No, I, Yeah, yeah, that's what you should. Yeah, just, just go with that. Just go with that. All right. All right. Perfect. Have you given the headlines yet? I don't know. I, I right. Honestly, I don't headlines. know. Right. No, you haven't. They're driven by the new Palmetto <laughs> Ford. Thank you, Jimmy. Voice of God. We just talked 15 minutes about Doc Rivers. <laughs> uh, the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. What I really want to talk about is this J.J. Reddick guy. I mean, oh, my God. J.J. Reddick all of a sudden. Everybody so, loves J.J. Reddick. Everybody. Nick Wright had the greatest take on J.J. Reddick, yeah. I thought, where – J.J. Reddick's complaining about it. He could do a breakdown for an hour on a particular defense. Nobody cares. But if he says something that's more nebulous, everybody wants to weigh in. Nick Wright's like, hey, you got into the talk media space. Right. Like, you didn't You didn't get into the coaching, the film analysis space. Like, And I happen to like J.J. Reddick a lot. But don't complain about the hypotheticals that we do in this space because that's what this space is about. This space is not about breaking down film of a defensive scheme and wondering if someone had shifted a little quicker, if it would have come out differently. Like, this is more about the nebulous and uh, hypothetical, and to complain about it is a weird avenue for J.J. Redick. Well, here's my thing. He's J.J. Redick is right in the sense that, hey, I call out a coach – and all those clips go viral, 50 million views, I break down, break down Zion Williamson as a primary point of attack defender. I don't know what, what he said, but, you know, and, and it gets 50,000 views. Nobody cares about it. Well, yeah, because that's, that's what, th- literally, that's what has made ESPN 
so power not just ESPN, but those shows this so popular. Space, it's why the real intricate breakdowns of NFL offenses and defenses have a market, but they're niche. Yep. They have a following, but it's niche. But if you want grandiose numbers, views, and clicks, you've got to talk about why are the Dolphins giving away wedding cakes? That's what's interesting. Correct. It's why, you know, I, I, I laugh so much, Hawk, when I do see on social media because there's so many good, really, really good, smart basketball people that break down the Miami Heat or, or just the NBA in general. And they do excellent breakdowns of, you know, uh, Terry Rozier becoming a Heat player and what he's helped with his his uh, his combo, uh, his, his fit with Tyler here or whatever. And then people are like, oh, why isn't this person on ESPN? This person should be on ESPN. Hey, nobody is watching ESPN for that. You know, like that's not what's going to get views on ESPN because I want to see Swagoo yell at Mad Dog. That's funny. 90% of sports fans don't understand the game in that detail. They just don't. And or don't care to discuss it in that detail. Correct. And if that's what you're trying to do, you're not going to get the most people or ice balls to watch. Like, why, but why is this? Ice balls. Eyeballs. Why, why is this something that J.J. Reddick is, is so perplexed about? Like, this needs to be talked about. No, it doesn't. Everybody knows that. People are tuning in to first take to get headlines and takes. That's it. Like, that's what they're going there for. Why is he so mad about it? And he happens to be very good at both he sides is. of it. He, no, he's yeah. excellent. He is. Yeah. He's phenomenal. I think we'll be sick of him by the end of the NBA Finals, but he is. He's phenomenal. All right, so the Miami Heat, they do play the Pelicans tonight, 8 p.m. This was a 10 p.m. game, so if your schedule on your phone still says 10 p.m., it's wrong. It was taken off national television. It is now an 8 p.m. game. First game back from the All-Star break. DeLon Wright did have his first practice with the team yesterday. Should be available. Jimmy's available. Rozier and Jay Rich traveled for this four-game West Coast road trip. They're not playing tonight. Heroes a game-time decision. All right. The big news from the Miami Dolphins side. Adam Schefter tweeted out that the Dolphins are releasing Emmanuel Ogba today. Uh, remember, they signed him to a four-year, $65 million deal. And then by cutting him or releasing him, they're set to save, according to David Fiorones, $13.7 million against the 2024 salary cap by releasing Ogba. The salary cap went up today, by the way, record-breaking $255.5 million. All right. Inter-Miami will play at the LA Galaxy Sunday, 8.30 p.m. Marlins begin spring training tomorrow. They play the Cardinals at 1. Canes baseball is in action over the weekend. First pitch today, first game of the series against Long Island, at A-Rod Park, Mark Light Field, 7 p.m. Canes women's basketball plays Sunday at Clemson, 2 p.m. Canes hoops tomorrow. They host Georgia Tech, 4 p.m. And the Florida Panthers, who did lose last night, they host Buffalo tomorrow at the Amherst Bank Arena, 6 p.m. Woo! A lot going on. And the big news, of course, is that Alejandro Solana is engaged after his vacation in Italy with his Sir. lovely now fiance Valentina. They got engaged last week. And so if Solana sounds 
different or if you're watching the YouTube videos from today's show and he looks different, he's engaged. He's got all kinds of new responsibilities. Yeah. And it's really a, a wonder and a treat to watch. I don't feel engaged. I don't feel like I have a whole ton of new responsibilities. and You really haven't been engaged in the show for the first hour and a half, if you uh -huh. want to be uh, honest. Anyway, don't go anywhere. We got a lot more to uh, to come this afternoon, and uh, Crowder is uh, going to be uh, stopping by as well and gifting us uh, his presence in probably about thirty minutes. So we're all exciting and all excited and standing by for yeah, that. Can't wait. Hey, if you're looking nice for call. the perfect car, <laughs> trust me. Okay, you're looking for the what do you perfect need, a car. Family? What do you need? A minivan? A, mini, a minivan now, now that you're engaged. I might. Hey, man, that Kia Sportage. It'll it'll house a couple a uh, couple kids. What all right. What do, you, what do you want for your engagement? You want uh, any like baby carrier or something? <laughs> I'm good. I'm Have you good. You guys discussed that? Have you guys discussed having a baby yet? Um, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know if you've discussed it. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe not. I don't listen a lot. You know. I don't listen too much. That's the key to a successful marriage. Uh -huh. yeah. Pretend like you're listening. Don't listen. I have no idea. I have no idea. Right. You know who I do listen to? It's Hollywood Kia. Because if you're looking for the perfect car, that's where you need to go. They're South Florida's number one Kia dealer three years in a row. Located in Hollywood, they're the only South Florida Kia dealership that doesn't charge you a dealer fee. And that's going to help you save money. Their goal it's to give you the best car buying experience possible. And because Hollywood Kia does the largest volume in Kia sales, they have a larger inventory for new cars, certified pre-owned, and used cars. So whether you're looking for that Kia Sportage that I just brought up or the new Forte Soul Sorento, Hollywood Kia, they can do the deals that other dealers can't and simply just won't do. Head to Hollywood Kia and visit their Kia dealership to see these exciting vehicles yourself or Pull out your phone, pull out your laptop, your PC. Go to HollywoodKia.com where you can search by year, model, price range, and more. You can even schedule a test drive on their website. That's HollywoodKia.com, and your vehicle is going to be there when you arrive. Whether you're in Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale, or Miami, if you're looking for the best customer service around, trust me, head to Hollywood Kia and see how their friendly team makes all the difference. Conveniently located in Hollywood, on the corner of Pembroke Road and 441, we want to see you in a Hollywood Kia. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I'm thinking about <laughs> downloading this uh, TikTok. Hawk and Crowder. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
there's some other Dolphins news. We talked about Emmanuel Agba. So I had seen this earlier. So Omar Kelly had reported something, but hadn't like reported, reported it. And then Dove Kleiman, who reports on the NFL, kind of aggregated it and tweeted out Dolphins cornerback Xavier Howard is expected to be a post June 1st cut per Omar Kelly. And then Omar Kelly retweeted that and wrote, I never reported this was a done deal. And then Omar just a few minutes ago retweeted that and wrote, okay, now it's a done deal. So now it seems to be a done deal. So Xavier Howard will be gone. So Emmanuel Agba will no longer be part of the defense. Xavier Howard will no longer be part of the defense. So now you're starting to see how the Dolphins are going to take shape right for next season you're starting to go okay Andrew Van Ginkle I know uh Drew Rosenhaus was on with Joe Rose this morning yeah saying yeah the Dolphins want to resign him uh Christian Wilkins has obviously been a big question mark going into last season and it seems like with the salary cap going up and with the cuts that they're making or going to make you would start to be able to go, okay, I see how this is all going to play out. And, and I don't think it's a shocker, right? Xavier no. Howard, we kind of all figured his time uh, would come to an end. We've we thought it for a couple seasons almost, right. to be quite honest. Right. Like you kept thinking that his time with the Dolphins was over. Um, it was a great luxury, in my opinion, to have Ramsey and Howard back there. Yeah. I thought that was a great luxury. But if you had to pick one of the guys moving forward – it was going to be Jalen Ramsey, no yeah. question, right? And and you have him under contract already. You don't have to pay him uh, now with the the salary. Somebody, I think it was um, Chris Kaufman. He's a, a host of uh, the Three Yards Per Carry um, podcast. He had tweeted out, Hawk, you know, we keep talking about Tua Tungabailoa's contract, and we use Joe Burrow as a barometer, right? He got $55 million, which was the richest quarterback contract that anybody had signed. And uh, – he was making the point that, hey, now that the salary cap has gone up even more, had Joe Burrow waited to sign that contract now, he'd probably be making north of $55 million. He'd probably be making more, a higher percentage of whatever the salary cap is. So when you juxtapose it with Tua Tungabailoa's contract, maybe waiting, and the long game wasn't the right angle here by the Miami Dolphins because with this news of what the the salary cap is going to be maybe Tua's going to say I want more than 55 million dollars I want 55 yeah, but or 60 it might, million it might still let's say he gets 55 or 56 million they still might end up with more money left over right right than they would have originally been left over with. but but the number surface on, on on the surface right when you see that number and you see 55 million or you see 60 million you're, I think Dolphins fans are all going to react the same way that I expect them to, which is he's making Burrow money. He's making more than Joe Burrow, more than Patrick Mahomes money when he hasn't won a playoff game. Like, it, it's going to be a bigger shock, in my opinion. But, yeah, Andrew Van Ginkle, Christian Wilkins, those are the the priorities now on the defense. And, and you would prefer to have Jalen Ramsey just based on what you've seen over the last season. Like, the dude was hurt came back after missing half the season and was better than Xavier Howard, who just hasn't been right the last two years. He just hasn't. Looked at Adam Schefter on Twitter. It's pretty amazing how the NFL salary cap has increased. If you go back, what was 1994? Is that 30 years ago? Yeah, 30 years ago. 
94, 2004. Yeah, yeah. 30 years ago. I'm, 34 I was born, million. I was born in 94, so I'm, I'm 30. Salary cap was $34 million. That was the salary cap for the team 30 years ago. Then if you go to, what, 2004, I'll jump 10 years, $80 million. Go to 2014, which was 10 years ago, $133 million. Crazy. And then you go to this year, $255 million. Don't tell me football is not king. I mean, we all we talked about it with the TV ratings and how many shows that were in the top rated shows for the entire year were NFL related. Like it is a multi-billion dollar behemoth. Just is. I look forward to NFL season more than any other season, more than college football, more than college basketball, more than pro basketball, NHL, anything. I saw something today too, uh, according to some survey, uh, Lionel Messi is the most popular athlete in the United States of America right now. Yeah. Makes sense, though. You saw your beloved Drive Pink Stadium is now Chase Stadium. Chase Stadium. Yeah, I did see that. Shows you a little something. Again, the value of Leo Messi. Not that AutoNation was small potatoes, but compared to Chase Bank, you're talking about an international financial brand. Didn't didn't Chase Bank just sign some sort of uh, deal with J.P. Morgan or, or something like that? I I think I saw that. I don't know. They're one. They're one of the biggest banking and financial institutions in the world, and uh, to have their name on the field on Commercial Boulevard, right, <laughs> where Inter Miami plays. We were talking with Safidine yesterday. Safa Dean was on with us yesterday from USA Today. Do you know his job title now? Yeah, he is a Lionel Messi beat reporter, right? That's it. Yeah. He covers Leo Messi. He was telling us, USA Today, by the way, if you missed the interview, uh, Dan Day posted it. The video is on our YouTube channel. You go to YouTube, search 560 WQAM, then search Hockman and Crowder. You can subscribe to our playlist, and you can watch the video of some of our segments. Safa Dean was telling us, USA Today has – three reporters assigned to three beats where there are three reporters who just cover a person. Did you hear the interview yesterday? I did not. So he's assigned to Leo Messi. You want to take a guess? The two other people in the world that USA Today has a reporter assigned to. In the world. In the world. It's all they do is cover that person person my my one of them would be lebron Mm -mm. i think that would have been we talked about it yesterday how that's kind of the genesis of the heat index it was mike wallace who was kind of doing that yeah Uh, i'm not necessarily certain that in 2024 that plays huh uh well then christian i'm going world then i'm just saying it's not athletes oh donald trump usa they literally has a reporter assigned to cover a particular person 24 hours a day. There are three people who have an assignment like that for USA Today. Safadin is one of them with Leo Messi. There's two others. So Donald Trump is not a bad guest, and I'm sure they have someone assigned to him right now, but that would be for election season. You're always going to have a reporter assigned to the leading Democratic candidate and the leading Republican candidate. So Taylor Swift. Correct. There is a Taylor Swift reporter 
There is one other. I've got no idea. I don't even have a guess. Beyonce. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So they have a reporter assigned to Leo Messi, Taylor Swift, and Beyonce. It's pretty wild, right? Well, man, when he came here, I, I know, you know, you guys you guys like to goof a little bit, but I was trying to put it in the context of this this guy is a god figure. Yes. He like he, he is yeah, a we were god unaware. Figure. We were totally unaware. And him and him and Cristiano Ronaldo really were were like Michael Jordan or Magic Johnson, Larry Bird multiplied at, at their height, right? When it was Lakers Celtics in the mid eighties. It was those two going up against each other in La Liga in Spain on the two most profitable, biggest club teams in the world going at each other for a decade and maximize magic versus bird on a global stage by a hundred like that. That's what these guys are. The two faces of sports of sports. Well, obviously it's, it's real easy to figure out via metrics, right? So USA today is based on clicks. Sure. They have a physical newspaper and you find it in any hotel, but it's based on clicks right on their website. So what have they noticed over however many years? Leo Messi, Taylor Swift, and Beyonce generate the most clicks. Right. And so let's have a reporter assigned to just them because we can maximize clicks and views that way. That's all you need to know about Leo Messi if you're curious about his worldwide popularity. He's the only athlete that USA Today has a reporter assigned to. Crazy. Did you ask Safadine? I, I want to know. I'm going to text him if you didn't. If if he's drinking mate now that he's covering Lionel Messi. No, we uh we talked about a lot of things. Not that. Oh, okay. All right. Because have, have you, you seen have, have you seen Messi with his and and Suarez now sharing their mate? You know, I have you, not. Know you know what I'm talking about, right? The yes. herbal drink that I have that I bring into the studio a lot uh, that you guys clown me on. You love that. I, I I drink mate every morning, literally every single morning. Look at you. Nah, yeah, I'm healthy. You know what I'm saying you look great. Yeah. If it, Safid's gonna be the guy covering Messi, he he's he's gotta you know ingratiate himself into the culture, baby. Let's go, let's go, Safid. And Vanas, I was working on him yesterday on chili. Yesterday was National Chili Day, right? Was, uh, but he doesn't like chili. What? Yeah, Safid doesn't like chili. Uh, that's a lie. Come on. Four o'clock hour is coming up. Unfortunately, this is the Hawk and Crowder show. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Hawk and Crowder. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.